Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash themoviegang. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com backslash themoviegang. Audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Ben Haworth. I'm Jenna Daggett. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm, I'm Sarah Becker. And I'm Trevor Flynn. Yeah, you, we almost didn't flub that. That's good enough. That's good enough. That was me. We're starting the podcast. No worries. <laughs> How are you guys doing this week? <laughs> well, well, played way too much yeah. Breath of the Wild, so I won't probably come Oh, yeah. You, you, you're you the one that has uh, has the Switch. Now, no, after a, a couple of days with it. Switch. What? I have a Wii U. Oh, that's right. Breath of the Wild came out on Wii U. You got that. I remember you got it from your uh, your ex-wife, right? Yeah, yeah. We switched. We switched Xbox. She took my Xbox. I took you the Wii U. switched. Yeah. Well, hello and welcome to the Movie Gang podcast. This week we're going to be taking a look at Logan's Run. Scratch that. The movie Logan. Uh, but before we get started, we wanted to do a. Uh, we haven't seen you guys in a while. We know we did a couple extra episodes this week with Get Out and the Oscars podcast so go check those out if you haven't yet they're great you can watch me ben and sean get totally fucking destroyed uh by our oscar predictions and yeah, trevor by, takes by the, the one lead. Trevor. well done trevor yeah. i know i don't Seriously, know yeah. why uh not not to be offensive to you trevor i love you um y'all will all learn to praise me <laughs> oh, oh, okay we'll learn to okay. insult you first probably a bit quicker yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> well first i'm still not sure what that credit is good for but uh we'll find out it's it, it i it, i hang on to it like when i won it in college i hung on to that for like a year i remember i won a complete disc set of the godfather uh that was my reward in college for winning at the oscars bet <laughs> betting wow I I remember, yeah, and I, <laughs> I remember. We didn't um, have I, any prizes for our contest. We just, <laughs> yeah, no, I remember because Katie was second place, and there was something that I actually wanted that she also wanted, and instead, I already had a, a copy of The Godfather, but I took it because I was flirting with her. I'll, I'll never forget that. <laughs> I was like, she like looked really sad about it, and I was like, "Have it." <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's pretty. That's pathetic. really sweet. Is it? Hey, didn't I? I think I gave you my winning one time too, because I won a copy of Skyfall, and I remember I don't have it. I gave it to either you or Andrew. I, I think I won once before at the same. No, point. I just think you left it in in our room, and we kept it. <laughs> yeah, well, same thing. <laughs> like, exactly. Why do you think Andrew has such a prodigious DVD collection? <laughs> like, yeah. He's really, <laughs> really fair. doesn't ever return pretty much any DVD you give him unless you directly ask him for it. And I love Andrew. That's nothing against him. I appreciated his DVD collection <laughs> quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right. First up, we're going to go to Trailer Corner. We haven't had this in a while, but we got a lot of stuff to catch up on. Uh, first up, we have the third Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. What did you guys think of this? I mean, what else is there to say? It's like, it's like, it's really exciting. It's funny. It's got a good song. Another yeah. uh, Fleetwood Mac song, which I'm really happy about. And uh, it's really it's it. really hard like, to come yeah. down from maximum hype. Like we're there. Like you don't need to send us another trailer. The movie the movie just needs to come out. Seriously. Like yeah. there's nothing nothing else. Nothing else I mean, you can really do. Other than I mean, showing I mean, Kurt like, Russell I, in a sexy beard, but that's about it. You know? 
Yeah, when he's gonna be a he's gonna be a giant living planet. I don't care. At some point, he has to like you know. No, I agree. Be a giant planet, and I know, and I just want it to be like you know, he's like walking on his dad. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I, I will I will say though, like the 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 the, re- the reveal of ego in the, in like the last five seconds, basically of the trailer. I wish it's something that they had kept closer closer to their chest and like like had it be in the movie instead of being like hey what's up i'm your dad and it's like it's like you're i don't want you to reveal that much of the story yet like we knew he was coming but i didn't need slash want to see him yet i don't know yeah i was gonna say three trailers in i feel like i've seen a lot of the movie guys yeah i feel like we've seen the majority which is worrisome because marvel does this a little bit like marvel did it with civil war and marvel did it with ultron quite a bit like i couldn't believe how much of ultron i saw in pre in pre-sequences for uh before that movie like i felt like i had seen almost the entire highway fight sequence online i knew pretty much the like people were able to like plot out the movie almost entirely and everyone kept telling them they were wrong because like if they was plotted that way then that movie's terrible which it kind of was a little bit (laughs) (laughs) kind of the problem (laughs) was like people guess the plot of the movie and they're like no no no, it'll be structured differently because that doesn't make any sense then it was exactly the way we thought it was going to be and we were like oh shit (laughs) that's why i haven't watched it because uh i've heard nothing but bad things <laughs> no I, I i you should see it it's not as bad as everyone says i honestly I think james spader's care. performance yeah. is actually worth it um which is one of those things i actually liked his performance in that movie okay we're getting way off fuck off yeah. topic <laughs> um, again my whole we'll point my whole point is i hope that the success of the same thing we said last time we got guardians i hope the success of guardians infects the rest of marvel which it looks to be doing with thor is my hope Thor, yes. Thor three looks much more zany, and it, I think it'd fit Thor a lot better. Yeah, yeah I, I think Thor like just like I I know that I know that movie isn't until November, but I still just want to say now like I think I think Thor Ragnarok will be at the very least be a lot of fun, and I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. I'm like, pretty sure it's going to be. I don't think I've seen a trailer for Ragnarok yet. Actually, there hasn't. I been feel one. like there's going to be oh, okay. a Thor and a Star Wars trailer before Beauty and the Beast. Is my I guess. agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, okay the the big thing is that there's been concept art of like uh, of uh, the Hulk and Thor in like some sort of gladiator ring, and the Hulk is like wielding and an Hulk. axe, yes. and it's like and it's like Thor v Hulk in like a giant like alien gladiator thing, and there's like there's probably like sexy green ladies for the Hulk and all that jazz, like Planet Hulk type of deal. So there's some the associations the with the Planet Hulk comic line and all the other things. I haven't seen I've seen concept art for sexy green ladies. I don't know if they're true or not though. <laughs> no, the, the, the only the only se- the only concept the only sexy green lady concept art I've I've seen I've seen is uh, is specifically for Hella, but no, but really no one else. Oh, I did see the Hella. That that's an interesting. That's that's a can of worms I don't want to open up here. Um, okay, moving we'll get, we'll on. Moving Speaking on. Speaking of cans of worms, <laughs> I like it. I I'm totally lost in that transition. Where are we going? Uh, well, I did the. the Pirates, tra- oh, pirates okay. trailer. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought I was like I was like was, was there a trailer I missed that had an actual can of worms? Sarah, Jesus, <laughs> no, you're no. you're way more punny than that. <laughs> Generally, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm off like, my game. I've been feeling kind of sick. Today. No, it's okay. It's just like it's when you make a pun, I'm like it must be literal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean it mean. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the pirates trailer, which actually is revealing more of this. This is actually the most intriguing trailer for me. Uh, so far to make me even interested, even if I'm just I, like Johnny Pan, Johnny Depp's like Johnny character Pace. at this point. Yeah, Johnny Deadpan. Um, <laughs> he's exactly what it is. He it, it just we see his character act now, and I'm just like, oh god. 
Yeah, I mean, there's that visceral reaction. I'm very curious about the box office since there was that visceral reaction from a lot of people, especially our age, to the end of Fantastic Beasts. Uh, I'm very curious how this is doing, and I don't like that it looks like it's a soft reboot. That's the part where it's like, oh, we have another, you know, Orlando Bloom and uh, Keira Knightley style character, even though they're both in the movie. They're not in the trailer, but they're supposedly in the movie. So it's like clearly their characters are going to hand it off to characters who are just them again. It's just like. But Johnny Depp's going to stick yeah. around because he's all people care about. And it's just like, uh, it's just kind of boring to me. Well, But I, I like the visuals a lot, as always. And the guy directed is great. And the, even though they're ripping off Devil's Backbone, one of my all-time favorite movies, it's a good thing to rip off because it's a very cool design with the whole like floating in water on land thing uh, with I, I, uh, Salazar. I, I love you, Ben. I'm sorry. Like The Devil's Backbone doesn't have enough... <sighs> I mean, I guess it does in the visual effects world, but at the same time, I don't think it has enough like market, like thought share to be ripped off. I think it's good. I think people rip off from things that they see, you know. And that's why I think VFX. That's fair. Like, that's fa- I mean, that's fair. I think I just, VFX I just, people have seen it, and normal people have not seen it, and so they're not going to say it's a rip off. Like, and that's why I will say it's a rip off. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if enough people haven't, if you if you if you're ripping off somebody something nobody's seen, it's not a rip off. It's still a rip off because you ripped off something that you've seen. <laughs> I mean, look at all the the like comics that Carlos Mencia ripped off. They're usually a lot less famous than Carlos Mencia. Yeah, but he took their material. I feel like you know the bigger you point here is that this movie looks like it's a ripoff of all the previous pirate movies. Yes, that's a bigger way. problem. <laughs> can I can I be honest about something that's actually like really sad to me about these? One of my favorite, one of the things that's kind of gone away in Hollywood is swashbuckler films, mm-hmm. and that's one of the yeah. things that I love about the first. I still love the first pirates yeah, movie it's very because fun. it was it's just a fun little like swashbuckler, and then like they just took it. In this insane sequelistic direction, the epic, everything just, like, got epic. epic. Super huge. Have epic. you guys seen The Musketeer? Uh, is that the no. Disney one? No, 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 no. The Three Musketeers was the was the next one they made with the the guy from Oh fuck, it's terrible. It's uh, it's it's the one with Mila Jovovich. And oh, not she's that one. Like, no, no, that one's uh, with, it's Quentin Tar- one of Quentin Tarantino's top ten together, movies of the Jack, year. I think. Yeah, <laughs> we oh, did. Right. I remember that. It was. I remember when Quentin Tarantino was it like, was, I was like, get off your high fucking can, horse. Can dickhead. I say that was one of the like <laughs> biggest quick disappointments of my life when I saw. Uh, oh yeah! It said Paul W S Anderson to direct Three Musketeers, and I read Paul Thomas Anderson, aka the director of There Will Be Blood and The Master, That's, and I was oh, like, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And then I was like, oh, Paul W S Anderson, the director of the Resident Evil movies, like, no, no. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. And it's here we go. Let's see how he's gonna keep Mila Jovovich employed still. It's his wife, but he's gotta give her work. Yep, yep. And then he gives her all these really creepy ass scenes where she's like in a bonnet, flying around on wires and. Shit. He loves her butt. And, that man loves his wife's butt. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's a lot of like her ducking under like musket balls that like just kind of penetrate her like like bust a little. Uh, let's yeah. not go here. Um, not a good reason to use the word but penetrate. Yeah, I, I, I totally reject <laughs> you. You are the pun police now and forever, she's, Sarah. She, you you yes. challenged her, so now she's gonna go crazy on this episode. I know. Like right. at some point, there's like we're gonna go into like vegetable puns, and it's just gonna get out of hand. Like no, I, please. I, no. I, I, I totally agree. Please no. Did you say please no? <laughs> No, I said please. Okay, no, guy. now you're you're creating puns. We're not okay. exists. I'm sorry. Jack, okay. Jack, Jack imagining paranoia. <laughs> I wish I was that clever. <laughs> I, I I believe in you, my, or at least my subconscious clearly does. Okay. Homer, what do you want? Moving. Please. How do we get? Oh peace? my god. 
with a knife. Sorry. Simpsons. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Split peas. You, Ben, however, I have no faith in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> sorry. I have to reference things in my dumb pop culture brain sometimes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, well, what were we talking about? <laughs> Trailers. Well, I agree oh, yeah. We were talking on the, on the swashbuckling yeah. thing. The because thing like, is... the original had that supernatural element, but it was more fun. But now I think they think we only care about the supernatural element, you know? So it's like, well, it's all mythology based and like Jack has met every single goddamn ghost and ghoul on the fucking seas, you know? Like everybody knows him and is related to him. It's just getting tiresome at this point. Where it's yeah. like, the first one had a fun supernatural element, but it was mostly just a good, exciting yeah. adventure. I'm, I'm referring to the Musketeer, which was the 2001 one that had, uh, that had a, uh, a, like a, like a Asian choreographer, like a, like a, like a wire chore- choreography director. It was, had Tim Roth as the villain. Do you guys remember that one? And it was called the Musketeer. Oh no, my God. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. Terrible plot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's Alexander Dumas's plot, but it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, do the things where like, you know, it just comes in. I think I have it right here. Yeah. It is one of those sweet, sweet Harks action director. You're right. That's yeah, dude. No, no, no. It's it's one of the craziest things because it's everything I ever wanted American action cinema to go, and it just didn't do well. And it's one of those like the deepest, saddest things in my life because it it's you know like how a lot of times you'll see like Asian cinema action like developed into like American things, and it's like why do all these white people know kung fu? Well, yeah. you know they they like the nice thing about this is it's like you know it's it's believable that these French people know how to sword fight really really fucking well and roll around on barrels and stuff. Right. And the guy in them that totally does the Jackie Chan. Like it's one of, it's one of those things. It's like watching a Jackie Chan movie without fucking Jackie Chan. It's really bizarre. That's weird. Um, but it's actually it's actually like it's one of the few kung fu movies that I think is really adapted really 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 well to the western setting with like kind of the swashbuckling setting because it does a lot of the things it just does it a lot uh, visually a lot better than pirates. But these are like these movies that just like you know, never took off here. And it's, there's stuff that did come around the times like brotherhood of the wolf did it too. Oh, yeah, and it was, wolf, yeah. yeah and, that, and that's kind of the thing. The musketeer was in the same vein where there's these couple of swashbuckling movies and, that it adapted. Uh, and, and we had a big hit with Zorro. So I'm not sure why we didn't rip off Zorro more, which is an awesome movie. I think. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. It's like, it's like they took Kung Fu action cinema and adapted swordplay and it worked really well. And then they just went away overnight. And it's one of those mm-hmm. things that like, I'm really upset about. And then th- we get this movie and now it's like, oh, let's see what kind of VFX bullshit we can do now. And it's like, you know, watching, like, you know, you saw Barbosa fight Jack, and there's two real guys fighting with swords, and it looks great. And then in the second one on, you're fighting some, like, you know, totally digital monstrosity. As good as, uh, you know, who play? oh, God, I love him. Who plays uh, the... Uh, Bill Nye. Bill Nye, yeah. Bill Nye is great, but, I mean, he's, he's, he's entirely digital. Yes. Yes. And Bill Nye looks so old in that movie by the end of it. He looks so he looks so like un uninterested in the role he's playing a little bit. <laughs> you can tell he's a little Something I always Go ahead. Something I always liked about the swashbuckling in those movies was the way they choreographed it choreographed it was that each time the swords hit it fit with the music. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys ever noticed that, but it was like in time. It was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I'm just doing it in my head. I don't know why I needed to add sound effects. Anyways, moving on to War Machine. Yeah, that, um, we need to do someday like have a like a full conversation about the Musketeer because that would argue for me it's like the perfect movie uh, that should exist in some sort of canon of weird movies of things that like of directions we could have gone in that would have been awesome. Interesting. Mm. Mm. 
Highly recommend it. Peter, you should watch it on your forthcoming show. All right, War Machine, which is another Netflix yes. series that we wanted to talk about. Ben, you had some words you wanted to say about it. Uh, yeah, this is a, a film from Netflix. It is their most expensive film to date. That will be topped by a movie called Bright that is coming out later, which is directed by David Ayer of Suicide Squad Infamy um, and other movies. <laughs> but well, that's a different matter. Um, but this is sort of their biggest film, I think, to date. It has... Uh, David Michaud, who did The Amazing Animal Kingdom and The Rover, so a very talented director. And it stars Brad Pitt, a major, major movie star. And I'm just kind of curious how you guys feel about these major movies starting to move to Netflix, where they started making movies, but they're often very forgettable or smaller scale. Like, there's certainly some great ones like Beasts of No Nation, but like a ton get dropped every week and most people don't notice. And this year, they bought up like literally almost every movie at Sundance. You can watch the winner of Sundance uh, Film Festival, the winner of the Dramatic Jury Prize, right now on Netflix, even though it won like a month ago. Wow. Um, it's yeah. called I Don't Feel Home in This World Anymore, and it's pretty solid. Um, so I'm just kind of curious. Do you feel like this is sort of cheapening these big movies? If you see a movie on Netflix, does it feel less new? And what's your just general impression of War Machine in general, I guess? the trailer i mean i i i'm i'm done with netflix and i've talked about this more on animania a little bit uh specifically because of like they're trying to change the way we view content and they really do believe in their kind of setting and i prefer the way things used to be released and this is the big problem right now and this is my big beef they got the most important anime release of the season. They got Little Witch Academia, which is from Trigger Animation, and it is just a tour de force of fucking animation. And it was a it was a winner of like one of the animation competitions in Japan. They released one episode, and they finally got a series. And it's like the coming. It's like the second coming of Jesus, goddamn Christ. <laughs> and Netflix picked it up. So you know what that fucking means? That fucking means I can't see it till everyone else in Japan has seen it because Netflix won't release everything until it's the series is done running so all i get is all the secondary crap off reddit from like basic <laughs> things and when we and then I'm, I'm like begging people to like pirate this damn thing to see it because i want to see it because it's literally going to redefine animation in japan like that's literally what's going to happen because of this show and i can't fucking see it right now so netflix can go eat a goddamn bag of dicks <laughs> That's a very <laughs> singular, specific reason. Just want to say. I'm what? just saying. I, I run an animation podcast. No, yeah, and, I know. And I'm not going to be able to see the show that redefines anime in my lifetime. So fuck you. Like, I, I definitely like, have a lot of issues with the show element, just in terms of like it just sucks that whenever a show comes out, we stop caring about it two weeks later, just because like it premieres. But also, I think. Netflix just doesn't want to promote things that are really good on their program. They have 13th, which is this hugely acclaimed documentary. I didn't see it recommended once on my channel. You know, I, I they have, you know, the winner of the Sundance Festival. And you guys didn't know that. It should be everywhere. Winner of the right. Sundance Film Festival, right. our movie we made on this channel. And it's weird to me that they want to promote the shit out of the next Kevin James fart movie. But they won't give two craps about the movies that actually they got we got I, way more yeah. like and, we got literally they, got more production and I feel like all these for Sundance that movies that are interesting are just gonna get buried they're gonna get dropped on netflix and no one's gonna care about them and like if they had a theatrical so, release maybe people would have cared more that's my thing it actually no, i have to kind of disagree i 13 has been heavily promoted on my netflix um interesting i don't know why they think i'm racist 
But go on, Jen. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna go watch your like Netflix and be like, oh, he watched this, this, and this. Oh, he watched White. He doesn't want to watch Thirteenth. He watches Star Trek all day. What a loser. Go ahead, go ahead, Trent, Jenna. I mean, that was the only point I was making is that like I've actually seen Thirteen has been really like pushed on Netflix, and I I don't know. I kind of disagree, I guess, with the general sentiment, and that I think um I really think like this is like the future of movies is that Mm -hmm. it'll be a lot more electronic and. I don't know. I, I think that I think Netflix has done really well with some of the like the original content. And so I'm pretty excited, honestly. I'll agree with you that this is going to be the future of movies in some form or fashion. I just disagree that it's going to be Netflix that has it. Yeah, I just I, I guess I'm just preferring the Amazon model where we have a traditional theatrical lease and then it shows up immediately as soon as possible on Amazon. Right. Right. Like, for instance, there's a lot of people doing like things now. And you're right. Like, they got to figure out how to do the money better so that they can get money from this streaming model I'm very and get money out like, of it. $100 million for one movie can buy you, what, like three, five series? Like, it's just. I don't right. know. I feel like I'd buy TV shows over movies. And I my other beef with my other beef is that Netflix has given up on kind of having this. Like when I was growing up in college, like growing up in college, Jesus fucking growing Christ. <laughs> we all know you didn't grow up in college, Jack. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's still. That's why a, we love you. It's an ongoing process. I know. Fuck you, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I, just uh, one of the. I mean, one of the things is just that, like, while I was in college it was like oh you haven't seen this movie it's probably on netflix the story of netflix now is it's probably not on netflix no they're very much because... about their original content yeah. no and it's just well, should... there's been this Plus they do that weird ass shit where like they still have most of brotherhood on there but not the last like season yeah so you have to like go and buy their disc thing so you can buy the fucking fine sorry and netflix look I, I love all of you guys but netflix fucks over anime fans hard <laughs> and and that's just that's just like my thing it's like go buy Crunchyroll because fuck netflix and, I, and that's exactly what i'm saying is like all of this jenna is absolutely right all of this all of the future of movies and content is online my beef is specifically with netflix <laughs> it's it's just it's you know you're absolutely right jenna it's just like you know fuck netflix sorry done <laughs> i'm really glad Tell i really like you really feel please i know i know my, my thought process is like I, I like i was as i said it i was like man i should really go check to see if they have like a netflix affiliate program that we could promote on here <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I really love Netflix. You should check out this show. <laughs> it's like, watch yep. Jack sell out hard. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on. So that's everything for that. Let's take a minute uh, just to talk a minute about Audible.com. <laughs> for you, the listeners of the Movie Gang podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I would recommend Vicious, a by V.E. Schwab, um, narrated by Noah Michael Levine. I just finished this book. I actually love this. This is one of the best audiobooks that I've read in a long time. Because I, I mean, I edit these shows all day, and I listen to stuff while I edit. So one of my favorite things about this is it's it has it goes from the uh, the plot point of two vi- like a villain and a good guy, and it kind of takes this kind of like superhero esque origin story of these generalized superheroes that aren't really superheroes. They're kind of like but they have like um they kind of become cold and distant and it's amazing how they be kind of begin to terrorize each other and it te- takes place over like 20 years as they battle back and forth and like the lives of people is all over the place trying to defend it it's it's just 
it's horrifying. They have amazing powers, and they use them in just really great psychological ways. Think of it as Silence of the Lambs with superheroes, essentially. Um, and you're also rooting for Hannibal Lecter the whole time. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. But you can go get that on Audible right now. Um, you can you, you, If you go in, and you can... Uh, apologies. If you can go... To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash Teskin, and then that's, again, that's audibletrial.com backslash Teskin for your free audiobook. If you use our uh, free thing, Tuscan right there, you get a 30-day free trial, and you can download Vicious today for free. You can listen to the whole thing for free at audible.com backslash Tuscan. So go check that out, and by using it, you're going to, of course, help out the Movie Gang podcast and everyone at other shows on the Tuscan Shed Media Network. So go do that. Right. Moving on to our uh, main topic today, which is actually our trailer corner took up half the show, which is something I did not expect. Um, talking about it before, but I'm glad that we had some good rants in there. I appreciated it. Uh, so moving on today, we'll be talking about Logan in the near future. A wary Logan cares for an ailing Professor X and a hideout on the Mexican border. But Logan attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives being pursued by quote-unquote, dark forces. That can mean Sauron. That can mean anything. Sorry, synopsis. Um, Got to be more specific. Because they're the Reavers, which is interesting, which is interesting to see comic book interpretation of the Reavers. Because um, usually when the Reavers show up in the X-Men franchise, that usually means some character is about to die in some awful way or get, like, maimed. Like, Angel loses his wings or Beast gets speared in the back or something happens. Like, it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. usually what happens. And then Angel gets, like, mad and all things. But let's not talk about that because we're here to talk about... We're here X-Men. to talk about movies, not comics. I know, I know, I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We well, an anime I, rant like we're already off the rails. <laughs> it's okay. There are uh, there are comics in this movie. To right, be oh, fair. totally. They are and, there, and, and it's actually interesting because this is one of the things that people were freaking out when they said they wanted to adapt the old man Logan storyline. Which this is a very loose adaptation of that storyline, which very. basically goes along the lines of uh, Lo- well, it, it's interesting because the old man Logan involves Captain America and Hulk, and there's this great thing where you know it's a post-apocalyptic society, and Hulk is like there's the whole Hulk family. And they're like this inbred family that like con- <laughs> that like controls territory, mm-hmm. and l- an old man Logan vers- vi- like viciously murders Hulk, and it's great. Um, how wow. Wolverine ever remotely competes with the Hulk is is beyond me. But let's not talk about that. Um, but it, it, then it goes into this whole thought process. But if this is loosely based on it, and more importantly, is taking uh, probably my, one of my favorite female characters in cinema, to be entirely honest. Um, which is X-23, which is uh, Laura in this movie, which is, uh, in this movie, she's coming out as kind of a, uh, essentially a genetic daughter to Wolverine, essentially, with kind of a horrifying backstory. Uh, But what did you guys think of Logan overall? Best X-Men movie I've ever seen. Go ahead, Peter. Best X-Men movie I've ever seen. Agreed. Uh, For me personally, this was, this this is what I've always wanted from X-Men and I didn't realize I wanted it until I, until I saw it a couple of days ago. You know, I for so long wanted like an R-rated Wolverine movie yes. that it's telling that this movie is so good that that is the second greatest thing about this movie. <laughs> like, because like uh, for so long I've wanted them to do the claws but there's no real way to do the claws without blood but they've tried for like nine movies or whatever yeah, and it's just never... Yeah, the with the, uh, the raid on the compound 
He stabs yeah. a bunch of people, oh, yeah. but no blood whatsoever, yeah. I know. No blood. And there's, like, this great moment where he stabs two people in, like, the feet and flips them over, and you're just like, no blood came out of that. <laughs> he does the right. vis- you've, like, eviscerated two people, and nothing came out, and I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> well, well, I don't... I have to think on it more to think about it in terms of the other X-Men movies. I will say, in a sense, it kind of ruins all future X-Men movies because <laughs> I appreciate so much that this film is about finality. And comic books right. and comic book movies are never about finality. They are soap operas. Soap operas don't end. Comic books don't end. And characters die sometimes, they disappear, but usually they come back. And the fact that we have a sense of finality to an X-Men movie or any comic book movie is really fascinating to me and while i have problems with the movie overall i think that is what makes me really enjoy this movie a lot and recommend so, it a lot I, go ahead jenna just really like two sentences i actually really like what you just said and i i think it would be so much more powerful if there wasn't like a resurgence and that was actually like the final moment i think that would have a lot more power than just um like bringing it back which is typical and i understand that yeah, what, no, what I, do you hope, mean, I hope Logan never comes back, is what you're saying, right? Like, if they brought Yeah, <laughs> which cheaply. sounds, like, really mean, but I just mean, no. like, it's so much more, it's so much stronger that way. Yeah, so, and I think that's I the totally thing, agree. is, like... If Logan comes well, back, even in the MCU, I'm just like, Ugh, I don't want to... Fuck you. No, no, exactly, and that's the thing, is that, like, like he literally said he would never play another Wolverine role again, <laughs> which is, which, you know, it's, it, it's a toss-up, if you will, but, like, that's the thing, is, like, imagine Wolverine getting recasted in the MCU, and I'm just like, I don't even want to, and I want... I want X-Men so bad in the MCU universe because they're like a a vital point to the Marvel universe and I really think it would help the MCU to have them in there. But God damn, do I not want them to recast Wolverine? (laughs) Because like he... He is inherent to the character now. Like literally, like even the comic books look like Wolverine totally. now. Totally. Like like yeah, Hugh it's, Jackman. It's, it's, it's like yeah, it's it's like in a, it's in a like very similar it, way to Ledger Joker. Like even the yeah. comics now do Ledger Joker for a lot of them. Right, right. It all and, it's, and, it's like, it, and even the whole dimension of the Joker uh, is like changed entirely. Is like more in line. I mean, it was always more going that direction with some of the earlier stuff, but it definitely is like the Joker is the Dark Knight now, <laughs> and it's yeah. really yeah. funny. And, and, and it's like and it's like how in Marvel comics they they change the entire appearance of nick fury in the comics to like sam jackson yeah like you cannot go back first, though, which is hilarious poor, poor jared leto is like, gonna have no effect <laughs> like, no, sorry, jared. like like all, all the guys like writing dc comics are like yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna take anything like, on a suicide no, squad <laughs> yeah, exactly. maybe that like actually that's a lie they'll probably will take the harley quinn design i do think it's affecting her um but i, I want to get back to actually a point you were making ben and i think that's the best point about this movie and this actually this is really funny I was in this. I was watching this movie, and it actually brings up a lot of thoughts that I had about one of my old philosophy professions, professors, Judith Norman, and she would talk about songs and a lot of like and a lot of things that like you have this narrative progression that then builds to a climax and never reaches that climax. Right, and that's one of the things that is really really great about this movie. It builds. It, it, it like it's about life and it's about like living life, but it, and it builds to the climax. But like Dying. real life, there's never climaxes. You just mm-hmm. die, and you never get to that end of that road or to the end of that moral point. And it's this movie is so great about doing that. Like for instance, Professor X like literally is having his climactic character moment and before he can like be like get to the exact peak of it he gets stabbed in the fucking chest and that yeah, is this and movie his, in a peak and that's, yeah. beautiful words are not heard by the person he thought was going to hear them yeah 
Absolutely. Right. And there's no, so there's no moment. Oh and there's yeah. like no moment of catharsis for him. He just gets fucking eviscerated. He dies. And I didn't think he dies on a fucking death. truck bed. Like, Jesus. That's I didn't Professor think his death X. could be worse than it was in The Last Stand, but it's actually worse. Right, like, like he thought he was dying in a so fucking much, suburban house was bad. Like, he died like, in the like, pickup like, truck. This hurts so much more because it was a personal, intimate moment rather, oh, than, yeah. like, rather than like super special effects bullshit. No, and that's yeah. exactly well, the I best part. I appreciated it though because it's actually tragic too. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, and I, and I was like, people are like, oh, this death is like so much horrible than that. Like, no, this death is so impactful, and yeah. it's so impactful, and it uses him. And that's the thing is, they literally turn his character around to, to like suffering with MS and being like the world's most deadly mind, and like just like, oh my god, and they do the MS the thing with him so X-Men, well. Probably, and it seems like the egg reason the X Men are gone, and that. They said, like, there's like a mention of what happened in Westchester, and there's sort of an assumption that yeah, he, he probably killed, killed a lot of he people them. in <laughs> the X Men house. He killed well, them. well like, there the is house a note he fucking built. Like, that's horrible. Oh, so there funny. is a note. Well, and that's the thing is that's actually a twist on the comic because in the comic, mm-hmm. Onslaught came back, and I, I forget what exactly happened, but something drove Wolverine insane a little bit, and he like slaughters all the X Men. Mm. Yeah, he like. Made illusion magic or something. Oh, to make him think he was fighting off enemies, exactly. but really he was killing his friends or some shit. Yeah, it's, even worse. There's some sort of like almost wanted style, like bad guy team up where they go after the X Men and they literally like use illusion. It's like I think it's like Mysterio and they use illusion yeah. magic and he like ends up killing like literally all of the X Men because Oof. it's Wolverfuckerine and that's that's also the problem with Old Man Logan. It's one of those moments where it's just like he's the main character. He can kill the Hulk. He can kill Captain America. He can yeah. kill all the X-Men at once. I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> Like, I get it. Yeah, it's, like <laughs> that, it's like that Deadpool kills Marvel Cinematic Universe or Marvel Universe oh, comic. Yeah. It's like, it's fun, but like, come on. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, you literally, like, like dead. I think like Deadpool at one point kills God in that comic or something. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, I love, I love Deadpool's like, I really hope death is in the next Deadpool movie. And like, literally the personification of death shows up and Deadpool's like, let's make out. Why not? And death will be like, yeah, let's do it. No, it's, but if it's death shows meant. up in the Deadpool movie and then death can't show up in Thanos. Like, I, I, I want that ironic moment of finding That's out Thanos actually, is doing everything just to impress It's actually one of those death. weird moments because it's like, what percentage of death is it? Is an X-Men villain versus what percentage of death is a, is an Avengers villain because she has a side plot with Thanos that is super important but she's also like mostly seen in Deadpool comics which is because hilarious. She's totally down with him cuz cuz he really yeah. you really don't give a shit. I know and it, I, it's always one of my favorite little asides of the Marvel universe that there's like they'll say fuck you to their big plots cuz it's, it's like their ultimate villain of the universe is doing genocide to please death and death yeah, is just literally. over here like banging Deadpool in the corner like half the <laughs> time and that's just like, and that's just like one of the things it's like it's silliest character is like way more up there in terms of than it's like it's most serious character in terms of like that it's like it's literally it's like it's like it's space hitler character is like one upped by ryan reynolds i don't know it's one of those things that i actually do like. <laughs> but i think i think that's the other thing is like again the r ratings but also like the narrative structure of this movie and the, and the fact that it, it like it allows it to go there and, and it's doing the same sort of thing like it does kind of come to a point at the end and i have to admit i really love this point where it doesn't make the stupid doctor i i was so worried i, I was sure it was going to be the stupid doctor was going to be sinestro um 
and it was going to be Nathaniel Essex, which is one oh, of those long, like, yeah. which is a long time uh, X Men villain, and he's just a he doctor. Was supposed to be Mister Sinister at first, but they changed it around for some reason. I really well, I'm super glad that they did because it would have no pur- purpose to the plot. Yeah. And like, and you know what they did? They did something really much better. They literally like had Wolverine fight himself and his own demons. Yeah, like and literally a younger murdered that doctor was so great. Where he's just like, I hate you. Die. It's <laughs> killed him. Yeah, like, yeah, he just like, shot him in the you. face. You and killed all my the- friends and you made mutants extinct. Mm-hmm. I- I, I'm gonna murder you. I don't care. Like, <laughs> just shot him in the face mid monologue. I love it. Was it. Great. Yeah, was <laughs> and that's that's the other thing too. I loved is that like you know you have like you have like Logan really like literally fighting his rage, and it's like him saying like the rage that made him a good fighter and made him this great character all these years is also like the worst terrible part of him, and that's the thing is he loses it, and it's literally like him in a black shirt versus him in a white shirt, and how it, ep- so it, it like sort of does so the, like the Western, Western thing, and then and. <laughs> And then literally he finds redemption literally through the little girl by by her like blowing the adamantium bullet that is the personification of his darkness and wanting to kill himself by blowing the brains out of his own dark self. <laughs> like, like that is so that is actually like a little like an amazing thematic moment that is so packed. And they actually this movie actually takes the time to set it up and then goes through with it. And I'm like, this is the most complicated thing I've ever seen in a superhero movie. Like y- y'all really like went in for it, like, and I'm, and I'm like, was, who, this, who allowed this? this? <laughs> I, I thought you could only this fuck is, movies up. This is why this is what you can do when you have finality. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I think when you, when you have the fact that they said Hugh Jackman's like, I'm done. This is my final one, and Patrick Stewart seemed to be on the fence, but now I'm here. And after he saw the movie, he's like, Yeah, I'm probably not going to come back either. Um, obviously he dies, but like maybe he could come back in a flashback or something. But um. I think the fact you have that finality gives you this freedom to be like, we're not making fucking more Wolverine movies. So we can just finish his goddamn storyline and actually get to an interesting cathartic moment. The tone was important too. And maybe the finality is what allowed it to have that tone. that was just present the whole time. But this is how I would sum it up is that this movie was everything that that trailer promised as good as that trailer is. I was worried it was going to be less depressing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, they they see and and this is one of the things. Sorry to like, interrupt you, Trevor. This, yeah, sorry, double interrupting. What would you say, Trevor? Oh, I was just going to finish by saying like I, I went back and actually watched the trailer after the movie and it was still just as good. Like it still sums it up really well. Yeah. I have to admit like oh, that's the other thing too. Is this like this is up there. This and Spider-Man 2 are probably my new favorite all-time superhero movies. And that's actually say they're not my necessarily my favorite cuz I love Civil War and I love like you know, I love them for comic book reasons, but this is the, like the two movies that I'd point to and be like, these are good movies as well as comic book movies. And that's the thing. This is a great movie. And like, this is the only movie, like when she turns the little cross on its side and makes an X. And I was like, I was like, Oh, you felt something. That so stupid on paper, but it works so well in the movie. Absolutely. And it's, it's because, so and, it, and I'm just going to say, it has so much to do with the fact that the little girl makes everything work. And she is great. Like, she yeah. is, right. she is a stupendous force in this movie. And the way that, yes. and the way that she, like, the way that she, like, not sexualized, but she, like, feminizes 
the violence of Wolverine and she to, softens it. it, it she doesn't. Oh, no, no, no. She doesn't soften it. But like, she does no, it though. She none makes of it, it better. None of it is softened. I, yeah, so, it's actually I, so, even yeah, more violence. Like, <laughs> it is actually even more violent and visceral under her. I would, I would say, well, soften he, is the exact opposite word I would use, Peter. And I don't even yeah, need to challenge you on that. I'm just like Professor there's something. Says I guess, I guess, I guess I'm just thinking of the word soften in a different way in this context because of the film. Sorry. No, no, no. It's just like even like the way that she screams. It's like it's like so much more visceral and you realize like she's such she's like such this more wild animal and it's and it's, it's more, yeah, yeah it's more primal it's very yeah exactly primal and very like it comes from such a true place like it makes me think of like the amazon warriors and things like that oh yeah it's great i, I it's, also it's, want to just commend but this movie's gonna be a hell of a lot better than wonder woman yeah, oh. probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it, 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 I, I, I hate that I'm right. I don't want to yeah, be. But I, I have yeah. to say, also, I, I just want to commend the the scene where they show the creation of the kids as being genuinely disturbing and hard to watch. I found that sequence, yeah, really well done because yeah. it was. They they often do these like oh how horrible experiment I feel nothing but like the way they did it and the way they treated the kids and the dinginess of it and the narration it was just very effective and very here's the other it reminded other... me a lot of like kind of PETA videos you've seen of like, you know, exposing these bad like test labs or something like that, you know, like it had a very good vibe. Even though my editor brain was like, wait, she edited all this on her phone the night before. So she was just <laughs> yeah, up yeah, on her phone. Yeah, and she, she edited it. Somebody, she gave it a voiceover. Somebody's there was got filters everywhere. Somebody's yeah. been doing too many iMovies. I know. I was just thinking that. It's one of those things. It's like, you know that to get that good, she has like a bunch of like terrible dance party mixes on her phone of like her going right, out with yeah, her Right, yeah. She was up all night, man. She had like That's Monster <laughs> and she had Cheetos and she was like getting it done. That's the only way. That's the only way. She is as good at editing as she is on her phone. No, but I, 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 one of the other things that you, you need to talk about, and like the reason that scene works here is this is the secondary connotation that this is this is definitely timely. Is the other thing in terms of political sense, and that's the other thing too is they tie in, they use, they make it so real by like utilizing kind of um, definitely like Mexican American immigrants and like that sort of thing for the facility as well as kind of tying it in her use of. Spanish and as well as the borders payoff. and everything. No, it, it, that is actually a great payoff. That is like, like the way they you, trigger. You could talk, and then she just goes in this giant Spanish rant. She's like, stop, stop, stop. I love like, how, they, how they maximize Wolverine's moments with it, and then, and it's used so well because at first I was like, ah, oh, they're gonna, like, she emotes so well through the Spanish is the other thing that they do mm-hmm. super well because like they don't give you they, they they're so confident in the way that they set up and like wrote the Spanish dialogue that they don't need to like they don't need to give an American audience subtitles for the Spanish yeah yeah no. like, I really liked that that was amazing mm-hmm. and that's the other thing too is it adds to the thing is like even if you don't understand the Spanish you're 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 in Wolverine's shoes and like the way that she like emotes it's almost and I, I hate to use this comparison but like R2-D2-esque a little bit like you don't need to understand the Spanish to know exactly what that little girl is saying right <laughs> and like and how sassy she gets with him too it's great <laughs> like, like and it's just like she like looks at him and you're just like oh god and like those like genuine moments with her and like, like, and like all the kid moments as well where she's just like on the little a horse and she's like beating it up and he puts a quarter in it. <laughs> uh, 
I think that was right before Patrick Stewart said, I'm not a creative avocado. <laughs> Which might be my favorite line in this movie. I, I also Sarah really enjoy it because he's like, often so stoic in these movies and he gets to just be a funny old man in this movie. It's really yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah. And I think he, I honestly it's think. Sad. And like sad too. I honestly think like they both were like having an amazing time with this movie because they stretch their muscles so much more. Yeah. Um, which is, which is, I guess that's the bit is that this movie is really, really deep. And I think it has the, like, if, if, if I saw kind of that like parallel about Mexican American immigrants in any other Marvel movie or like any other comic book movie, I'd, I'd roll my eyes so it, it, hard. It would feel very forced. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, what do you get? Go ahead, Jenna. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't, I, I'll speak after you're done with your, like... No, 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 I'm done, I want to, what's up, oh, what's up? Um, no, I just want to add to, like, the timeliness of it, because, I mean, I definitely agree with what you're saying, but just to add to it, something that I thought was really powerfully done, but not, like, beat us over the head with it, is the, like, role of personal choice and, like, having a conscious and things like that, um, with, like, this, these government-designed soldiers um and like when they choose that they don't want to just be like killing machines and i think that was really cool too and very timely as well like we all have to make a choice and what choice are we going to make i i, I totally agree with that jen i think that's a, a great point and yeah. i really think again why it's hard for me to like go back and watch other x-men movies or future ones it's like it's so much about how violence destroyed these people and how I, and Wolverine I, is broken and destroyed and like wants to die. And it's just like you look back and think about all oh, those fun times. Wolverine was stabbing people. And you're like, he's <laughs> a broken, horrible, depressed yeah, man. It's like, yeah, I mean, because I mean, he, he, even, he even tells Laura, he's, he t- even tells her, like, like after, like, after you have killed someone, like, I, 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 after they were watching uh, that, 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 scene, that scene in that Western movie, um, it was like, after you kill someone, it sticks with you. Every single one is now a part of you. It gets even if they're bad people, yeah. it's gonna stick. Yeah, it's like even bad people, all the same. Doesn't matter. You still killed someone. Yeah. It's it's kind of yeah, and I think that's the great thing is it's it's weird for me that this movie points a gun like it, it points a gun at the rest of like the the fucking like X Men universe and says. It's not fun and games. You know, like how you want to enjoy the action in these movies? Nah. These people will yeah, be destroyed so, by this. It's so ridiculous that last year was Apocalypse and they basically destroy all of Cairo. And at the end, Magneto and Charles Xavier are like, oh, Magneto, you rapscallion. You murdered all of Cairo, but you are still my friend. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like you murdered millions of people. And you're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? And it's like, it has. And that's the thing is, it, it, there's so much CGI in that movie and there's no weight to any of it any of it no. any of it and none of it they don't even have like the good senses like and i'm not even saying like marvel does this perfectly but they at least show the city and show people going around in it and show people suffering and getting round up by aliens and, it, and yeah it's 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 much better but it's not like perfect this is just like this is like the impact of like the what a life of violence which is essentially what the x-men are leading looks like yeah. yeah, by the way, Sarah totally knew that family was going to get it. I did. Oh, yeah. No, oh, <laughs> this, is, this is my new theory. This is my new theory. Sarah is the product of a lesbian, like, you know, because so many lesbians die, and she cares so much about the lesbians dying in TV, she has genetically been modified <laughs> this is to have power. a narrative. <laughs> By the corn syrup. She has a narrative death sense. 
for <laughs> characters. She, I do. No, no, no. And she's, I could we tell. were watching anime the other day, and we were watching Fuka, and and she and Sarah was like, Fuka's gonna die. And I'm like, no way, that makes no sense, Sarah. There's no way she's gonna die. Like, one episode later, hit by a goddamn truck. And I'm like, what the fuck? She's the title fucking character. What? How did you call that? And it's like, the rest of the anime is just like a happy little anime about like music and shit. And then like, all of a sudden, just what? like, truck out of left field. Kill a bitch. Like, and I'm just like, so now I like, like Sarah, like just knows she has like, I, I, I swear to God, she can like see a narrative and be like, this character is going to die. I have it. But it was genetically evolved. Of, it was the sense of foreboding when, uh, when Logan wanted to leave, he's like, no, we really need to be going on. And then they had to go on about how nice it was to see the family and like, see what a family could be. <laughs> yep. And I'm there like, was guilt yeah. there was definite you are killing us. There. Like, don't do this. Don't build it up. And then like, have us brutally observe these people killed. Oh, yeah. No. The, the, like, the, the best part about this narrative, and I think this is the most, the, like, the tour, the, what makes it such a tour de force is it does such an amazing job of building up on exactly the things you don't want to happen. Right. <laughs> like, this movie essentially does everything from the get go that you hope doesn't happen. And there's something about that that's just amazing. Like, because <laughs> it's, it's, it's so awful when you think about it. Is he like, he gets caught up in this thing, he ends up killing the professor like you know Caliban ends up dying which also like oh I hate it how they strung him in I mean I liked his character in this as a secondary mm-hmm. mutant character but why did we have to introduce a character that was introduced in Apocalypse into Logan it's like it's like they were contractually obligated to do that I think it was more they had a narrative thing they needed I, I doubt James Mangold cared two shits about what was an Apocalypse and it I, might just it, be the other way around where like, hey, McCaliban's gonna be in Apocalypse, so we need to or in Logan, so we need to put him in Apocalypse. I could see that being more of the likelihood than Vice versa. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I, he, he, he does serve a narrative purpose, and he's also like, I, it also is cool when he like throws up the pens, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> which is also this other thing is that there's never this completed arc about the Sun Catcher. Yeah. All right, with the boat. The, yeah, but I mean, that's and, and like literally, the what now? He he. I think it was more just like the fact that he was always going to take him, you know. Oh, it's like unrealized himself, dreams. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, guess, I guess that's what it was. It's more of that thing. It was oh, like the, the last yes. shred of hope he had that they could have like a decent <laughs> death, and it, it didn't happen. <laughs> you know? it's like, no, it's just like, remember Logan? You were always going to take me to see the ocean. I guess <laughs> I'll never. Killing. He's like, it's almost like he's killing a dog. It's like, it really like, really, <laughs> it's so like, lassie. Lassie! Oh my goodness! I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> look that way. Don't look at me, Lassie. Oh. Don't look at me. Oh that, that should be how Logan should have ended, where he just lets Laura off in the woods, and she's like, "Go!" Like Harry and the Henderson's, like, "No, go! I don't love you anymore. Just go, Laura." <laughs> Throw a rock at her, yeah, exactly. like Arya in Iberia. The entire time he's singing, like he's screaming, like while crying, it's not coming out of his nose. <laughs> he dies so vividly too. They literally impale the motherfucker on a tree. A tree. Of all things. And I, and I love how that's like you know it's like you know in every other medium it's like Wolverine. It's like adamantium skeleton fixes all things. And I'm it like, really no, it doesn't. It doesn't like, fix no, anything. No. And I love how it's poisoning him in this movie. And I, that's the thing is, there's so much packed. Like we could keep unpacking. Um, this movie I was wondering day. about that. Yeah, it's and your comic book knowledge. I did want to ask specifically because um, my girlfriend and I kind of differed on this. She thought, and I mean, I can kind of see this too thematically that he was just like too worn down to keep healing himself. Like he was just so mentally and physically exhausted yeah. that he was like almost can dying I, from depression. Can I be Basically. honest? <laughs> I loved how that movie 
didn't have to explain. I understand what you're saying, and like we can have an yeah. argument about it. But my favorite bit about the movie is that it did not feel the need to explain what the fuck was happening to you, which yeah. is great because if we get into the right. context of the rest of the mutant universe, it's all fucked anyway. So it, no, I, I also understand that, that if you add like green juice that makes you good for a few seconds, like you don't have to explain what the fuck that is either. You know, it's just like yeah. here's your steroids. It's fine. Don't yeah. make one joke that that's like you know. Outtakes from uh, Hugh Jackman taking too much, too much human growth hormone and yeah. attacking the casting crew. It's 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 really it, also, it was actually also really side funny. Note, I I can't talk to Hugh Jackman. Obviously, he's very famous. He's doing his thing. But if I could just tell him, man, you can eat a sandwich now. Like you've been in shape for seventeen <laughs> years. Like take a cheat month, please, for the love of God. Like yeah, you've been in incredible shape for almost a, two decades. Like you know, it's you know, it's put also on the weights amazing. for a week, man. You're good. We, Go we watch it. the original X Men. He looks terrible. He looks very <laughs> tiny. So bad. Yeah, he's, yeah, he very looks tiny. tiny in comparison. And, he, and he's not ripped at all. And I'm sure. And that's the funny and thing. Then Wolverine, for like, he looks like a literal monster. He looks <laughs> gross. He's a Tank. He's, like, he's, like, he's like a brick fucking shit house. He's like he's all, like, that's the other thing is like it's like a Ben Affleck transformation for Batman and Batman v it's, Superman. It's you can you can hate that movie, but like the brick shit house Batman is actually like I really do love that when he like takes off his shirt and you're like that's just an unconscionable amount of muscle. You're like that's, you're like, that's like, Ben Affleck. Like, it when must that <laughs> it must hurt you yes. just to physically have that muscle on your. Yes. And I know, like they they show that like cross training montage, and I was like, nah, nah. I've seen people that do cross training. None of them look like like Batfleck. I don't, I don't give, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, then you, you need to watch the CrossFit games because there are plenty of guys who look even more, even like more like, uh, okay. tank than that. No, I, I'm just saying. No, I no, love, I'm just saying like, just love, from, like a, just uh, a visual standpoint. Like I'm just saying, like I love how Peter weird. knew how to correct me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Peter knows. Sorry, Peter knows, man. Yeah, no, no. I know you know. I just like. I was like, oh god, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, we have certain like, we, you know, certain beds of knowledge. Like Peter doesn't correct me about monster girls and I don't correct him about swole men. <laughs> the lines, the lines of knowledge have been drawn. <laughs> drawn here. This one. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. All right, let's go ahead and get around to scoring this motherfucker. Any last comments? I cried a lot. I did too. Yeah. I, that, if, if anything, that was the biggest thing I wasn't expecting because because I was talking to one of my coworkers earlier today when he asked me about the movie, and I, and I, and I was like, so, this is rated R. He's like, oh, it is. I was like, yes, so that we get to see Wolverine the way he should have always been depicted, but prepare to feel. And he looked at me, he was like, what? And I was like, no, prepare to feel. <laughs> it, it's one of those moments where I go to myself, I would have given this movie an eight if they just had Wolverine violently murder a bunch of people. And that's like, I was like, wow, the bar was really low and they just fucking cranked it out of the park, which no, is so funny. I will say is that when I heard violent R-rated movies, like, Ugh, I was a little bit not happy for it just because like, I, I agree. Wolverine's a very violent character and needs that, but like I just thought they would take the wrong ideas out of it. And right, right. It felt like because, an it, adult because it would have been so movie. easy to it do that. It didn't feel like like the happening is my classic example of an R-rated dumb thing. Where M Night Shyamalan's like, "Why does everyone hate me? I don't have arms being ripped off." There, do you like me now? No. Um, and <laughs> you're still really bad right now. Um, 
versus this was like yes there was violence but it felt like the violence was important and necessary it wasn't just like we added blood so therefore it's good you know and that's what i was worried about no i think that's exactly it i think this movie is amazing because of like the like there's so much more that's going on and they don't even have like a stupid like they give him that moment and then it runs out and it can't satisfy him all the way to the end and then he gets violently murdered (laughs) and he has to use a gun and there's all these other things that it's like it does such a good fucking thematic job <sighs> and it depowers okay. and it takes the male like the standard like like comic book male fantasy and it depowers it and and makes it awful and horrible and brings it to the logical conclusion and it's just Jesus Christ it's good I have to be like the naysayer and just say there was one logical inconsistency that drove too. me crazy which is that these group of children who are like all have amazing mystical abilities blah 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 they're getting hunted down by forces and rather than like make a stand where they're clearly going to win against these guns they all just choose to run where they're not going to be they're not going to be able to outrun adults and i didn't i look like just disagreed with that part i was frustrated (laughs) because i would have rather seen like the powers being used versus this like almost silly Chase. I, 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 in general, I, I, will say that I, I found the third act kind of weak. That is my, I am the, that's my naysayer. I just found the villain very uninteresting. The reveal's good, but I mean, just like, I found his character very uninteresting. And I think the action was just so good at the beginning. That opening car chase and that abandoned mill was just awesome. That's one thing I've always mm-hmm. wanted, which is someone runs at a fence. And instead of going <laughs> through the fence, the fence actually gets caught on the fucking it just car. Work. Which always just fucking what happens. It actually life. happens. Yeah. yeah. Like fences, yeah. fences actually do stop cars, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which I love. But I, I just found the last act just kind of a mess to me. And um, I still like it, the, the broad I, strokes of the movie, but I just I, found that ending very. Can, and maybe this can, is can I speak my. to Jenna's part real quick, just like yeah, how yeah, I go ahead, saw go ahead. that? Like, I. Totally get what you're saying, but I I guess I guess for, I guess for me with the with, with the way I saw it, there, there 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 has to be a point when 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 you, when you are someone who is you know not like maybe not necessarily like in this situation with these kids, but but you but you are in some kind of abusive relationship. When you finally get out of it, you have to reach that point before you turn around and say, you know what, fuck you, I will fight back. And and so I think because. Because of that lifelong conditioning that that they that they had experienced, there was still that level of fear that 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 they, that they experienced whenever that whenever they saw the Reavers, and so it took, and 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 so it just took until that point before they were like, okay, no, actually, we can take control of this shit, and we are going to direct our anger at at like the main face of all of this. So like, I get what you're saying, but. I still found it believable because 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 it was like it was like them it was like them putting their own final stamp on like on, on this totally absolutely destructive relationship that that that, that they that they ha- that they had with this with this uh with this group and, and just I having think- him like feel all these different kinds of pain as he died at the hands of so many different mutant powers at once that was also yes. satisfying it did group murder again. <laughs> It was yeah. If we all take a if we all take a sh- uh, a corner where it's all good, <laughs> it's again, kind of like, like the, in terms of like like the lady. What is it? It's uh, the lady vengeance. What is, what was it been? It's the lady it's vengeance. The, oh yeah, like, lady lady vengeance Jesus. murder. If we all stab him once, we all are guilty yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, everyone gets a stab in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I actually wanted to answer. I guess for me, and I and I'm sorry to cut you off here just a little bit, Ben. One of the things that I wanted to say about the film is that for me. 
by the point that we got to the third act, the, they had signaled with Logan coming in and literally having that changeover with Professor X with the dark Logan. For me, the whole third act was about Wolverine overcoming himself, and that was the villain. Like, Wolverine's internal monologue was the villain for me. And that's why I guess it feels messy, but, like, when I was, like, thinking about it, I was like, this is really great from a thematic standpoint, even if it does like messy. And it's like the other thing is like, Oh, here's Wolverine. Here's all this dark backstory. He's like, it doesn't matter. And he just shoots him in the face. Like the whole weapon X thing. uh... It doesn't matter. And that's like, they get past it. And then he's dealing with himself and his demons. And that's like the whole, the whole game at that point. There is one other thematic point I need to bring up here that we failed to mention so far. um, Just real quick. And that is that there is sort of an antagonism here of kind of the world just taking advantage of you, I think, that's represented by sort of the... I think uh, we were saying it was either government or... Um, I thought it was a private company that had this private army. Yeah. There's that and, oh, and that greed and that abuse of people and just, like, using people. And also, there's a dig in there, basically, at Monsanto and corn syrup, kind of yeah. randomly. Yeah. Oh, it isn't yeah. One of oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sarah and I were in the theater, like, I was saying, oh, that's true. All of that is true. Yes, mm-hmm. we have fields of corn we just drink. Yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. Right. And, then, and, and that's, that's, and that's th- how we're going to kill you off. <laughs> that's that's and, how they killed off the mutants. They were like, we're going to put it in the corn syrup since everyone consumes it. So I part- thought was, that was how they made the mutants. No, that's how they got rid of the mutant gene. Remember, Logan says there hasn't oh. been a mutant. They put it in. They put years. it into the. They put genetics into the food to like risk, like to repress it and then make it themselves, which is which is just. I don't know. I I didn't buy into it. I got that they were forces that they had to be like forces present, but like I thought like the metatextual narrative of Wolverine going on was like the interesting part of that film. I yeah, think a, I'm just that's why it's so interesting because it feels like a farewell to all the X Men. You know, no, you're right. Make more movies. And yeah. and the next one we see is gonna be so fucking painful by comparison. It's gonna be so weird. <laughs> like, like, Are we going to get an X twenty three movie? No, I would hope so. I, I mean, so. I, I, she's an amazing thing, and there's always, like, my my mindset is that she goes into teenagehood, and then time travels back in time, and they do, like, one of the time travel things, and then she's just the current Wolverine for the new class of X-Men going forward, and then that's how they, that's they bow out see. Hugh Jackman. I, that's the one thing I'll say that I, why I think they got away with this movie, is that at the end, they have, like, a whole new X-Men they could do later if they wanted to, you know what I mean? Right. Like, Right. They have like yeah, fuck everyone built a who's already shown up. I just want to watch this group of kids. Right. No, I I, I don't want to watch this group. I I, I'm curious to see where X twenty three goes. I don't give a crap about the rest of the group of kids. Aww. <laughs> and and I love the visceral moments, like when the girl froze his arm and then broke it off. I was like, fuck, dude. That was yeah, that's another <laughs> that like, so recontextualization. Good. Like, how many times have you seen Iceman freeze people? And you're like, oh, when you actually freeze people, it's really destructive. It's really like, bad. Like you're you're killing a dude. You're literally like breathing a cone of fire in his face, and it's like yeah. And that's the thing is like they they kid up all this stuff and I'm not interested in seeing X23 being taken into like the regular X-Men universe and then like watching her like claws magically no longer like draw any blood. Right. I'm not interested in seeing an X-23 ever in a PG movie. That's just like what I'm not. I'm like that is PG very I'm, movie. I'm, no, that it's like I was like we have a PG-13 PG. Wolverine sucks ball so like <laughs> Like, you know, and, and that's the thing is we're going to take her back in time and then she's going to have some relationship with somebody and it, and that's going to be her plot line. No, I'm not. This is what happens, guys. Yeah, like, no, I, no, I'm aware. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I like, am shaking my head and laughing because I know that you are right. And just like, I, 100% yeah. right. I was like, I like, you guys are like, oh, I hope they show her up in the next movie. I was like, no, I hope they no, leave no, her don't. there and we never, ever see her again because God help me, whatever she is involved in will be terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> I promise you. I just, I just plat, flat, flat promise you 
There is no answer to that that's going to be good. All right. It would be <laughs> nigh impossible to go up from the role she just played. Exactly. And, that's, and that's cool. And I get that I want to give that actress work, but I'd like, rather give that actress good work since she's definitely capable of it. Mm. I, uh, <sighs> I was more like vocal during this movie than I normally am. I'm sure I pissed Trevor off to no end. But like <laughs> one of the moments was when like you know, she came out. And she like tosses the head at the guy's feet, and then she slowly starts walking towards them, and it's just her hand, and you see the claws come out. I was like, "Yeah!" Because <laughs> like, uh, I knew it was coming. We're both cheering a lot so during this. We're both very vocal. She's just the great best murderess. No. no. No, 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 <laughs> and like she's just like the best little murderous spider monkey ever. And it's just right like, because so because in that scene when she's just walking up to them, she's like the, the look in her face to me was just like, did you just try to come for me? Like, did you or did you not come for me? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's great. It, it really is. The great. action is All so right. good. All right, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and wrap this up, guys, and and talk and uh, give it a score. Trevor, you're up first. Mm, nine out of ten. Ooh. Done. Jenna. Oh, no, talk about it. Why do you give it a 9 out of 10, Trevor? Uh, man, if I start talking about it, I'm going to want to give it a 10 out of 10. It's just the best superhero movie. I mean, not, that's like kind of what the critics are saying right now that I want to hear your take on. Is like everybody's saying, oh, this defines the genre of superhero. This can be. It breaks be. the genres. Yeah, but this, I mean, this could be what the genre is. Like comic books have this kind of shit in them. So like it's not, you know. It's not it's impossible that that's not a thing that we don't have. Like, I agree with you. I it's one of those... Have, I think you can have Logan, Spider-Man 2, and The Dark Knight. You know, you don't need one of all of them. They all do interesting things. Yeah. For it's funny to me that I always leave The Dark Knight out of, like, my, my top movies. Like, Spider-Man 2 and Logan, to me, is probably better than The Dark Knight. Uh, I don't know how I, I know. That. No, I know. Everyone's going to disagree with me, and that's fine. I, I get... I get... I understand that. I, I think... The Dark Knight is very uncomic book for me. Would be my argument against having it in the comic book pantheon, right? Because it's yeah. get me honest, Batman stories are detective stories, and but that's like a problem with the Batman comic, and you can look at it however you want. But like that's a that's a very nuanced argument. Whereas Spider Man is very 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 fucking superhero, and Logan by extension is not a superhero story by anyways, but it is kind of a like an, an ennobled superhero death. So in some ways, to me, it's more superhero than Batman's terrible death in The Dark Knight Rises. The only other thing I'd say uh, to accompany my score is just that I really enjoyed the present or, or the the presence of this feeling the whole time that like their best days were behind them and all this action and all this like the best days of the X Men were sort of in the past and it was just like this ghost that was there through the whole movie and I really loved the one moment when uh, Professor X uh, quiets the horses on the highway. I just, yeah. like, when he gets to use his powers and, like, be useful again for, like, a split second, I, I teared up a little bit at that. It was Patrick Stewart all over the place. It was great. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Him, letting him act is just is just amazing. Like, they do such a great job with that. Uh, Jenna, you're next up. Uh, I'm going to say an eight. I loved uh, the little girl, and I really did like the emotional and the political side of the film. Um yeah, I mean, I don't have anything really bad to say about it. it. Just like wasn't my favorite either. I guess like, and by that, ooh, that was a dangerous thing to say. Um, by that, I just mean like, <laughs> I wouldn't say it was like best ten movies I've ever seen, kind of thing. No, I know, I get it. Like, and so, and this is the thing is, it's kind of hard to judge superhero criteria because everyone's got a little bit different criteria. Peter, 
I'm wavering between two scores, but I'm going to go with the higher of the two. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was going to give it an 8.5, but after talking about it, this is this deserves a 9. I'm, like, I'm there with you, Peter. I'm, I haven't decided either. <laughs> no, yeah, like, I, I literally just decided, like, this is a 9 for me because this, because A, like, a, a, apart from everything, apart from every good thing <laughs> that we've already said, this is, and but probably also going back to it, this is everything I've wanted Wolverine to do and be in an X-Men film. This is how he should have been for the past 17 years, slicing faces open, chopping chopping heads off, cho- like, like sli- slicing chests open, I wanted that for 17 years because that's because that's basically what he does what he does in the comics. But then along with everything we've already said, B, I got to hear I got to hear Captain Picard say fuck at least 17 times. That was amazing. Like <laughs> That's that right. is like, amazing. Like from from the from the trailer to the film I was just like Picard. Make it so motherfucker. Sir. <laughs> like he's like Picard. I did not realize oh, you had this mouth on you. Where's great. number 1 so we can like tell you to be quiet. It's great. It's great. I'm just I'm just saying. And I haven't actually decided on my 8.5 over 9 basis. It, it, what, I was actually going to slam you guys a little bit this week because I feel like every cast I'm not on, it's a 9. <laughs> like, like I, I love the GS9 crew to death, but when it's, when it's Peter, Sarah, and Ben, you guys give it like an 8 or a 9. Like, always. We were actually talking in the Get Out cast about how the score would be lower. If I it know! Was. It's true! <laughs> Like, I love I love you guys and I think that's I don't actually think that's um I don't, I don't know maybe I, I maybe, like maybe we just pick good movies to watch yeah I think once you see Get Out you'll have less of a problem with us giving it a, a no 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 I don't have an issue with Get Out specifically I just think it's funny that like it is always like when I'm not there like I wasn't on Moonlight and I saw Moonlight and that's a thing is like and I love Moonlight and I totally agree with you I don't agree with you guys about Fences was the one I, I was like a seven yeah I just I disagree strongly with a seven <laughs> I love you guys. You don't really understand how much I hate theater productions as movies. Nope. <laughs> never will. And see, that's just where we disagree is I like theater productions as well, movies. Well, it's so, a theater like, production. That's, that's a personal so, preference watch it in the theater. for both okay. of us. All right. Sorry. Who's rating Sarah, more? <laughs> Sarah, you're up next. <laughs> I actually didn't know you gave it a seven, Ben. I'm sorry. Less. I was on okay. your side. All right, all right. I get, it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you were the one that said it on that cast, and I was like, "Right, Ben, lay it then down." You're mad it was lower. <laughs> I know. It's one of those like, things. What the I, fuck? Like, I, I haven't been. I, I listen to everything you guys do, and that's the thing is, like, I like, I never disagree with you. I just disagree on like the level to which the hate is 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 counts, <laughs> <laughs> which is why we shouldn't do scores at all because like it's like Probably. me and Bobby, like we wouldn't have any disagreements if we just talked. Actually, mm-hmm. this is the thing. Jack. Okay, gun, Sarah. You get, you get, you, you can't you can't stall anymore. You just have to give it a nine. <laughs> God damn no, it! No, it's Sarah's turn. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Ben and Sarah have to go first. <laughs> I have to do the math in my head. Go, Sarah. <laughs> I, I, I wish you had kept stalling. I'm still trying to decide on my score. Um, I give it an eight point five. Um, as as. You know, we've we've pretty much covered everything there was to say on this cast. Daphne Keene is phenomenal, and I hope she continues to do theater work in her future. What? Um, Patrick Stewart is <laughs> what? Go ahead. Theater, theater work. Specifically. Theater work specifically. Has she done theater work actually? Well, when I say theater, I guess I mean film. Yes, that's what you mean. So stop saying it like that. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm done. That's no, no, no. Story. I'm not. Sarah, I'm not mad. I'm meaning like in terms of fences and stuff. I thought you were taking a dig at me. 
No, I wasn't. I chose a word. Okay. All right, Ben, you're up next. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5 as well. Uh, well, I did have a few issues at the end. It is a very strong film. It is definitely what I want to see more of from superhero films, I understand. It's hard to make a film like this every once in a while, so it's a very special film for sure. Um, but I also feel like when Robert Downey Jr. flops playing Iron Man, is it going to be as interesting as this? I doubt it. I hope to be wrong, but I kind of doubt it. And I feel like this is the kind of film I want to see more of. More risks, more interesting, less blue lasers shooting up in the sky, more interesting characters. And uh, talking about the, the superhero films is in a way that is damaging and interesting. And I just believe this a lot more than a lot of the other superhero films recently that have tried to sort of be take down the superhero monomyth a little bit and uh this one does it just a lot more interestingly a lot more cleverly and so despite those little issues and just an awesome send off to two great characters who i love deeply and i've seen in a lot of movies so for that's 8.5 fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i just it- remind you of the scene where the girl is uh is for her eulogy for Logan, she quotes the movie, the Western. Yeah, you does, that, does, that, does that change your mind? Fucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. No, actually, I like that less, personally. I just don't like when movies quote other movies. I, it's just a little bit. I, 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 I get it, and I and I, see, I like it in the context of this movie. I'll say most that. Most of the time. I mean, Sometimes I do it right, but most of the time. Yeah, I, I, I think she needs to just... I, my, my problem with that specifically is that she quotes the whole bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like she needs to she needs to do an abbreviated quote and I know the reference and it can be done in like two seconds. Is is my bit. Is 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 like my whole bit through that. But I mean, that's a that's that's a minute issue. Um I give it an eight point five. And I'll be honest, it's just because I've like backed myself into a corner with the system overarchingly. And there are still movies that I'd rather give higher scores to, and I think that this is the this is my gold standard for superhero movies. Yeah. Hmm. Which which means what which would be everything in the future is like you know Logan's the one to beat and as I probably Spider Man I can't decide between this and Spider Man two I think Spider Man two is probably a nine unfortunately I think that it works really really well and then you ask like the Dark Knight and I have different issues but that's like really more of a personal issue than anything else because the Batman universe is its own fucking thing um, even though it works incredibly well and I think it's right here with Logan um, on the scores but I think that's the thing is like the reason I'd give it an 8.5 is that it doesn't there are some movies that just deserve things a little bit better and I think it's up there with in terms of like Blade Runner and stuff but uh, I think that's where I, I'm rapidly running out of room to like put all these movies in and it's like movies that I wouldn't think that will have like really good distance between them I'm like giving everything an 8 and a 9 in the last couple of weeks and I'm just like kind of stressed out about it so yeah. uh, okay. I, can, I can complain here forever about how my score system is broken but I'm going to give it an 8.5 which brings up the total to 8.583333333 which is rounding repeating so I am going to round it up to, I mean, you could just give it an eight point five. I, I, like, just like the overall reading, I'd be like, well, that would be. It's technically mind. an eight point six, which usually I round well, I mean, up. Yeah, but I probably should round down to an eight point five. Yeah. Round to the closest. Uh, well, three of us gave it. An, three of us. One get. We got one eight, three eight point fives, and two nines. So eight point five. Yeah, it's a high eight point five. It's a yeah, it's a it's a very high eight point five. Very strong. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally gonna put that in like the show notes. It's like strongly a strong eight point five. Real hard and bold. This is a hard I'm literally. I'm gonna put it right there. Strong eight point five. 
I'm literally going to do our only 8.6 on this one. I'm never going to allow this again. The math got really <laughs> sketchy on this one, guys. Don't give a, got real sketchy. I'm going to be upset about that forever. I know, <laughs> OCD like, that, I allowed, that I allowed it for Logan. He's like, God damn it. I'm never going to let that <laughs> Jack, he's like, and like, next time that there's a movie that me and Ben like seriously disagree on, he's going to be like, wait, Logan got an 8.6. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Why can't I round up the numbers weirdly? Right. Right. <laughs> I really regret letting anyone do half numbers. To be That's, entirely honest, I just don't want us to become pitchfork. No, 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 eight point sevens. No, oh, 9.1s, oh yeah, it's you know like, what I mean. Oh, God. and like, we we have like a serious discussion between like an eight point seven eight or something. Like yeah, let's, let's happen. I don't want to do it. <laughs> no, it's like it's like once I let the barrier down, like we're all fucked. Because <laughs> every like, time pitchfork gives an album like a nine. Point seven. I'm like, oh, it's point three away from perfect. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm sure you know exactly what point is so bad. You know? Yeah, it's not- <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, bit aside <laughs> for the movie gang podcast. This has been Ben Haworth. Uh, go watch Legion, by the way. If you haven't watched Legion, it's and really good. Some good X Men stuff. It's it's really interesting and uh, another good example of getting X Men away from the uh, dumb oh my God. model that's ruining it, like Apocalypse. It's really interesting. So yeah. that's my bit. I this sorry, let me go finish the thing. Jenna Daggett, thank you for joining us again, Jenna. Yes, it's wonderful as always. Ah, I love you being here. I'm gonna get you more. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna pressure you really hard. <laughs> you you do a really good job at college. That. It's like I, it's not her fault. <laughs> She's just no, easy. hey, I'm on the low sky. You, I love you guys. I'm always as sleepy as Jenna when we're fucking doing this. Like it is, it is 10:30 here. <laughs> like and I have to wake yeah, up. You just you just hide it better. I'm like a baby about sleep. So like no, right now, I'm, I'm I mean I'm a grad student. I have three jobs, but I also like need my sleep. So I'm just a I'm a wimp about it. That's Jenna, all. Jenna, <laughs> I drink three fucking espressos before this show. That's what the fuck happened. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I have my, I have my okay? espresso machine. No, I'm not okay. I'm deeply not okay. <laughs> oh, he's not okay. I'm not wearing okay. a hole in my stomach. I am going to die. I, my goal is literally to get done with getting married and then die on her, like right there at the altar. <laughs> oh, that's, that's more tragic uh, than Logan. I'm literally, I'm literally, I'm, literally, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, this is, this is terrible. This sounds awful. I'm going to. Marry her, get her pregnant, and die. It's like <laughs> so, okay, so yeah. and leave her with the, your spawn. Yes. This is my spawn. spawn. Sarah. You should be my son, Sarah. You have really weird diction tonight. <laughs> After accompanying children's choir today, I was reminded how much I don't want kids. Your spawn. <laughs> That was so that good. I'm sure, like, after I die, that's what she'll refer to my child as. The Spawn! Yeah. I was about spawn to say, Jack, Jack, if I could have... Spawn of Jack, who fucking offed himself <laughs> as soon as I got pregnant. That sounds great. I, I didn't say, off- Jack, I wanted your story for an Oscar-winning drama, but now I want to make The Spawn of Jack. <laughs> the terrifying horror. That could be the sequel. <laughs> I just, if we do an audio drama, we should do that. The Spawn of Jack. <laughs> Played The Spawn of Jack. Played by Trevor Flynn. <laughs> ah, no! I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if your creepy uh. little boy voice is great. Oh my god! So I have to. Okay. Tri- also, <laughs> on the outro, Peter Dancy. Thanks for joining us, Peter. <laughs> I love you so much, Jack. I really do. <laughs> I miss you. 
We should record we should. this late at night every time. We're all yeah, fucking Jesus. loopy. We're loopy, and and, and, for, and for me, it doesn't it doesn't help that I that I was also out last night for a friend's birthday party at like so it, it was like Brazilian steakhouse, so all the meat. It was delicious. <laughs> then a then, then then we went to a gay bar. Then we went then we went to a karaoke bar. So all the meat. Then, then we went to a karaoke bar. <laughs> oh, then, yeah. What the funny <laughs> outro? Yes. yes. Oh my there god, I love you. There it so, is. There it Good is, everybody. <laughs> I'm done. I can't. I'm yeah. Back. So I was basically I was up late last night. So I'm loopy as fuck. And a very thank, a very loud peas for Sarah Becker. Oh god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I just murdered everything. I murdered all Thanks our energy. For listening, everyone. <laughs> and of course, as always, Trevor Flynn. Good night, everybody. I just wanted to say I went to see the Marriage of Figaro today. Like the Mozart play, hell yeah! And, and this is the funny thing: Katie wore heels, and Katie can wear the shit out of heels. But she was she wore these like monstrous heels, like her like, like monstrous rock court heels. heels. Yeah, and, and and I love her, but she looks like a baby fucking deer when she wears them. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I like I like I like being in the bedroom, and she walks out, and I'll play a little flute music. <laughs> and it's just and she's like and she gets so sass in a thing it's like one of those things it's like she gets so mad at me i think she was actually seriously considering changing her heels and she gets so mad at me for making fun of her in the heels that she's got to wear them to raleigh which we then proceed to walk like 20 blocks around raleigh to go to the marriage of figaro oh, and then at the end of it she literally like i have to drive the car and pick her up and she's home now and she's soaking her feet and she's like why didn't you tell me and i'm like i i can't I can't respond. <laughs> you can't respond. That is a trap, sir. That is a trap. I don't even mean to make it sound bad, but I'm just like, I'm just, uh, okay. All right. This has been clue number three for your marriage proposal, Katie. So you need to listen to this many episodes of the Movie Gang podcast, and uh, I'll see you later. This is eventually things that she's going to go have to ha- go back and find and uh, uh, to get her a ring if she wants it. Luckily, she never listens she to this. So. If, if, <laughs> I mean, she's gonna. I, I imagine by that she's gonna have to work so hard for this thing that by the time she gets Fuck. here, she's just gonna say, "Fuck it, let's just get married." God damn it! I worked for this shit anyways. <laughs> this is like a terrible pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> I mean, she gets your spawn. That's the pot of gold, right? <laughs> 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 oh, oh my god! Oh, if you want to hear more of the Movie Gang podcast. Head over to TuscanShed.com, where you can listen to the Spawn of Jack, award-winning audio drama podcast. No, I'm just fucking with you. You can listen to the Movie Gang podcast, Save Point Gamecast, A Feast for Bros, Geek Space Nine, and of course, Animania. Go check out all other podcasts, and also head on over to TuscanShed.com backslash support us, where you can go use our Amazon affiliate link to go throw us a couple bucks, as well as going on, uh, that's again, that's you're not actually sending us money, you're just doing your normal Amazon shopping, and it's going to send us a couple cups back of that that we can keep ourselves on the airways you can also head on over there and use again the uh, audibletrial.com backslash tuscan link and get a free 30-day trial with audible.com so go check that out we'd really appreciate you guys to do that and again from all of us here at the movie gang podcast thanks for listening i promise to cut down on the uh, proposal and katie backstory bullshit in the next coming episodes (laughs) seriously i do we're out out.